Hello, guys. I'm Ethan Woodworth. I am back again with the Stoic Southing Podcast. And today I have a great guest, Ryan Kerrigan. Introduce yourself, my man. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Dude, yeah, no, I'm fired up. I've never done something like this, so we'll see how it goes. I've wanted to get you on ever since I met you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me about it a while back, and it's just like, I was always always wondering when that would happen, but no, here we are. Here it is. Probably a year and a half since we since we first met. Been a long journey. Dude, seriously. Yeah, I remember you were, when you were telling everybody about uh, the Iron Man. I actually hated you for it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll dive in, man. The Iron Man, and I, I'm not going to apologize for introducing you as Ryan Iron Man, right, because yeah. that's who you are, that's what you do, and I think that's, that's your brand. Uh, yeah, so I was 18 when I did my first Ironman. It was kind of just a goal I had since like earlier that January. It was 2021, I think, or 2022. It was 2022, right before freshman year of college. What month? So I did the half in like, I want to say September. Yeah, September. And then the full was okay. in August. That was, yeah, I know. So when I met you, you just got off the Ironman. Right. Yeah, I was still, you know, like, I want to say I met you like it was the first week of school. At that point, I was probably like one week out of it. Damn. And, and like I was more than ready to like start the, you know, start doing the whole uh, social life over uh, training like 24 7. And I think I got that vibe when we met because you weren't like telling me or anybody else about it. Right. You know, you were fresh off of it. Yeah, right, totally. Yeah. It's, you know, a lot of people make it like their entire personality. And I kind of wanted to take a different approach and kind of just, you know, show other qualities rather than just one. And obviously, I, I never want to boil down your personality to an Iron Man, but you obviously no one can deny, especially 18 years old, that is a an incredible feat. Yeah, certainly. No, it's I look back on it and I don't really believe that it happened. And I think <laughs> even after like when I finished, like, the, you know, after, you know, after I finished, I, you know, I started crying. And then the next day I was like. I didn't actually believe I actually did that like eight hours before. I didn't think you cried. Oh yeah, no. I, it's like the only one time I've probably like, <laughs> cried from like emotion, and it was just like very overwhelming sense. So, would you label that your greatest accomplishment? Yeah, certainly. Okay. Yeah. And what pushed you to achieve that from the get go? If you were to rewind the track here. I didn't know. I knew you after the Iron Man, right? So I don't know where this inspiration came from. I don't know the the genesis. What what happened? You know, I I tell people like probably like three different reasons, and they all kind of just cycle around. Probably the real reason was is that I was very like deep in a deep hole at that point in my life, where I didn't like have a lot of you know excitement or anything like I was really like doing that yeah. was like fulfilling me. I I saw like all these other guys like, you know, doing what they wanted to do or like getting something like huge for them. Yeah. And I think that kind of just pushed me to like be better. And so naturally I just started turning and thinking about how that, like what, what would be like the greatest thing that I could do? And then I did it. I think that is one of the highest things you can, in athletics, that's one of the highest things you can aim for. Yeah, this certainly. And that's why I just, I want to ask you, having completed it, do you think like, what more is there to do? 
obviously I know you're an extremely driven person still, but how do you manage that? Having, having kind of reached that peak in maybe some people's eyes. It's a very difficult question. A lot of people see it as, right, he's done like the hardest triathlon that he can do. Yeah. And while that is true to an extent, you could also like look at it as, well, he's completed this one part of his life. So now let's move on to something else. So like for me, like whenever I complete a goal, it doesn't really end right there. It's kind of just like, okay, like what's, what's the goal after that? I don't think I've ever like fully reveled in what I've done. It's kind of like a big problem I've always had is because it's always just a cycle. Yeah. It's a, it's a need to, you know, keep on doing more. So with that being said, where do you think you're going to find that ultimate fulfillment? Is it going to be just the cycle until one day you drop dead or are you going to have a moment you think where you're going to be like, this is who I am and I'm okay with that? You know, it's a, it's a very good question. I think a lot of people could argue that, you know, it's all about being you know, present in the moment, being very appreciative of what you have. I think what drives people to be like happier and like, you know, fully fulfilled is going through, you know, pain almost. Uh. It's a grind and that's why, you know, you start crying at the end of the Ironman is because you've gone through so much to get to this point. So when you get there, it's just like, oh, wow. Which is like, you know, I would say it's just going to be, continue to be a cycle. Mm -hmm. I mean, have you ever felt fulfilled just doing a normal level of stuff? No. And I think that's, that's the same trend every man is kind of on, whether they want to admit it or not, we want excellence. Women as well. Like you, sure. you are chasing excellence and that is what's respected in society. And I'll be honest with you, I think there's a certain level of prestige that comes with it. Because whether you want to believe it or not, when people hear, Ryan, you ran an Ironman, there's a level of innate respect given to you in sure. that room. I'm sure there's a certain <laughs> level of people that like like doing the Ironman, but I'm sure that more of them like talking about doing the Ironman. <laughs> I think a lot of people wouldn't be doing the Ironman if they couldn't talk about it afterwards. Well, you, you used to tell me too that uh, you were waiting for all the all the chicks to come talk to you after you yeah, did the Ironman, right. but you finally have a girlfriend now. Yeah. So it, I guess it's worked out. Yeah, you know, it's I, I can't directly say one one influenced the other, but I'm not going to say it didn't either. It, it was, you know. It's it's an accomplishment to have on itself. I think, you know, you get more appreciation from guys because it's just like they understand fully what that means. Yeah. Um the sacrifices. Certainly. Yeah. It's well, it's kind of just like making a D one sport. Yeah. It's the same kind of like, oh wow. All the heartache, the time sacrifice, time lost to other things you could have been doing. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's well when you look at like a D one athlete, you're like, you're not you see them at the end result. You didn't see them in high school and they were like, they went to all the summer programs and the, they wake up at five maybe to start their locked in a cage. Yeah, cardio or their lifting. And then, you know, they go to the regular practice after school and then they That's do that, you know, 365 days a year. Especially the swimmers. Oh yeah. Th those guys are, those guys are animals. Yeah. You know, you can always tell who was a swimmer in the Ironman just because they just breeze through it and it's just really oh yeah most of them have a former swimming background a lot the really good ones do okay 
And that was, was that your least competitive time? If you split your three? I was yeah. actually really, I was really fast in the swim. Okay. It was one of like my better parts, but certainly the most hated part. I, that that's what would bother me the most. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a swimmer. <laughs> no, it's not really anybody is. I think even swimmers aren't swimmers. There it's a lot of people talk about how difficult it is. It's difficult, not just because of the distance, but when you're looking at it, there's, you know, about a thousand people in a race. And, mm. you know, probably about 20 of them are on top of you when you're swimming. Yeah. So there would be points like when I was swimming out there, like before, like I got into the groove. You're going to drown. Yeah. There's guys pulling your ankles. There's guys shoving your head underwater. You know, like at some point I, I turn around, this guy kept on grabbing my ankle. I kept on grabbing it. I'm like, I'm trying to swim him off. He keeps on grabbing my ankle. So I turn around and I shove this guy and he looks at me and he's like, what, bro? I'm like, uh. I was like, I just like yelled at him. I was like, man. You're like 18. Like he's, he's grabbing your ankle. He's a grown man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's all, all, all of 40 and very. <laughs> all of 40. Yeah. <laughs> Get off me. Yeah. Seriously. I was like, let's just start a chirp. And it's well, not being able to even breathe the chirp. That's awesome. I don't think I've ever discussed. We've discussed spirituality and a spiritual side of everything. I think obviously doing something as intensive as an Ironman, there's got to be a spiritual side. Is there any sort of, I don't know if you want to call it a God, anything that's like guiding you through that process, especially during the actual event? Oh yeah. It's a very good question. It's such a, it's like anything. It's, you know, some days you're, you're on and you're just, you're locked in. I wouldn't say there's a, a God driving me. It's kind of just a very self pushed effort there'd be some days where you know i'd wake up at five jump in the pool and like you know i'm hitting like record times and not really thinking about doing it you know but of course there's there's always the opposite days where you can't even look at that water yeah and when it comes to the race you definitely get a sort of high i'm not gonna say runner's high because you know, I'm not, I didn't think that was completely what it was, but it was a very like locked in attitude rather than just thinking about the minutes that are going by. Yeah. If you didn't complete the Ironman, let's say like snapped your leg mile 12 of the run, how would you have coped with the failure? It's very easy to say that I would have limped through it. Very few people know this, but I did actually get a, like a leg injury, like, that's halfway into the run. And so at that point I was like, all right, well, I got 12 miles left and, you know, I've been training for nine months now. My entire school knows that yes. I'm doing this. And at that point it kind of just becomes like you versus yourself, you versus your own mindset. So when I got to that point where it was like, I can't walk, it was, let's get to that stop sign. Mm. Let's get to that 10 yards in front of us. It's all about creating like one more stop for the next stop. That's real. So what that does, it helps you create achievable milestones. And when you create achievable milestones, you're able to kind of just Chunk it keep out. going. It's not, it's not 12 miles now. It's a 10th of a mile and then another 10th of a mile. Moving forward here, I wanted to ask you about future steps. Mm. Ryan Kerrigan, 
you've done the Ironman. What's what's on the agenda now? You know, it doesn't even have to be athletic related. What's just what's cooking? Man, I wish I had something exciting for you. Really just trying to get through school at this point. It's nothing nothing too crazy. I mean, now that I have school and now that I have like, you know, responsibilities, I'm more focused on, you know, working. You know, for instance, I work, you know, two or three jobs a day during the summer. Okay. I thought you were going to say right now. No, no, definitely not. Okay. No. Formerly, I was the bike captain yeah. for our fraternity, but, you know, it wasn't the most fulfilling that I could have had, so didn't work out. And it's funny because I just had TK on and he's going through, I think, a similar debate. I'm sure me and TK were in the same <laughs> situation last year. We were, we were both pledges and we were both like, we were both, you know, pretty athletic, pretty well-versed in the cardio, cardio aspect and we were both just like, wasn't our favorite thing ever. Is your team let down? There was a lot of disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of expectation for this year. You know, I, I recruited some kids or a kid outside my house that was also another Ironman, actually. Oh, seriously? Right. Yeah. And, you know, he's okay. more than stoked to join. You know, we were okay. looking strong. And then we had some solid other kids come. And then, you know, that all fell out. So it was kind of just very hard to move past that. But ultimately, when I got between that decision of staying and the decision of leaving, it came down to, you know, what is going to make me happier. Yeah. And dude, you got to, especially in college, you got to prioritize that. You only get college one time. No, definitely. If you're not, if you're spending your entire college life doing what you don't want to do, you're doing yeah. it wrong. And yeah, that, that's how I felt last year. But this year, I'm definitely kind of more, way more in the groove of like, I'm doing what I want to do. And I'm prioritizing myself above anyone else i think that's that's the best way you can like approach anything yeah. is if you want to do it you're going to be successful in it first of all and you're also just going to be happy overall yeah. you can't and just do something you don't want to do no and you can't lie to yourself no definitely not y your mind will tell you <laughs> no definitely yeah if you don't if you're doing something you don't enjoy doing but you're doing it anyways maybe for the i don't know if it's if it's cloud or Whatever. for, the, for the, maybe the resume builder yeah it's ultimately still going to hurt you in the end yeah you know, when I was deciding whether or not to be the bike captain or not this year, it came down to, all right, well, on one hand, I can have this nice little leadership build. On your resume, one little bullet point. Right. Yeah. That's gonna <laughs> that matter. may or may not get you a job. Yeah, right. It, it can matter for all of five seconds. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it gets me in front of a, a different guy, but <laughs> beyond that, it's going to come down to way more other things. Yeah. Or I could do what I want to do now, which is something completely different. Yeah. Well, good man. I'm proud of you for kind of, I think it's a mature step to make and a big one that no, kind yeah, of sets a tone for your entire life. It's a very tough decision for anybody to make, but it's yeah, a solid one at that. I see a dude at the Iron Pit with an Iron Man shirt. Oh, and I'm wondering if it's the dude in your house. It's a good question. I it's like it. It's definitely the Iron Man logo. It's on his shirt, and he looks like our age. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I couldn't tell you for sure. I mean, okay, he's a little taller. Yeah, I mean the thing there's, I think there's about five, five Ironmen at Indiana University. Really? Yeah. How do you know that? So, is there a group chat? No, there's no group chat. <laughs> I, 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 at least not one that I was invited into. They, they don't let me anywhere anymore. <laughs> no, I think so. Most of them, because at least three of them biked last year. Okay. And so we would all we would all know each other because we all had. The same merch. Same gear. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, or, a it's a cult. Yeah, no, seriously, yes. 
can't get away from them. And if they're not if they're not training for one or they haven't done one, they are training for one. Yeah. And they'll, they'll tell they'll tell you about it. So it's kind of just <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to see. Do you know any iron women? Out of you? I don't. I don't. I have not met an iron woman. Right, so no iron women. Are you going to get an iron tattoo? It's always been up for debate at this point. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I just I haven't ever been into it. I just don't know. I feel like at this point it's too late. It's been two years now or one year, I guess. One yeah. and a half years. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you got to run another one to keep it fresh. I was and then say, you'll get the tattoo point, after yeah, it. Yeah, you can't do that. Then. It's just yeah. get it one time. Get, dude, get it on get it on your, your ass, man. <laughs> Show it. It's a little, little bar joke. I might. I might. Yeah, a little. Yeah. Maybe the next time I'm in like Nashville or something, I'll just, you know, a little drunk venture. <laughs> That'll help you out on the streets. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll show it to my mom and. She freaks out. Yeah. It'll be okay. So would my mom. Yeah. Yeah. She would, she would actually kill me. No tattoos. No. I was raised on just no tattoos. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. I, I was told that I was no, probably being a gang if I had a tattoo. <laughs> Fair enough. This is where, yeah. where we're from. Yeah. And she showed me the movie out, The Outsiders, and then I was sad from there. Ah, uh, we read that in middle school. Okay, Greasers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, with Tom Cruise is like the the main guy. I never watched the movie. Yeah, yeah, you're good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Ha- Halloween costume one of these years. <laughs> Have you watched Die Hard? Dude, of course. I just watched it like a week ago. Oh, you did the first time? First time with my parents. Really awesome. Yeah, dude, it's phenomenal. Like holds one of the time. best action movies ever. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Awesome. Dude, it holds the test of time too. It's not like a, I thought uh, it was gonna be corny. When I started, I was like, "Mom, Dad, like I'm not here for a corny movie. Like this is gonna, it's gonna suck." Dude, no, it's one of my, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And now, there's a lot of argument about this. Is it a Christmas movie or not? No. Yeah, I see it. No, it has Christmas in it, but it's not really like you know based around Christmas. There's no like. Decorate. I don't remember correctly. I don't think there's like really many decorations, and they're the, for me. It's the music. They don't play Christmas music. Uh, I guess that is true. Yeah, they don't play Christmas music. Mm-mm. Towards true. I think at the end they play a little bit after like the whole ordeal is done, but it's not a Christmas. Yeah, they might as a little little joke or something, but yeah, yeah. It's definitely not a Christmas movie. I mean, I used to think it was, and I'll still say it's my favorite Christmas movie, but <laughs> yeah, we both know it's not. So no, I, I'm glad that you think it's just as epic as I do because that was. <laughs> Dude, by far, by far, top, top, top 10. I would, yeah, I would, I'd swing it in my top 10. Probably like top five action movie. Yeah. And like you said, eight, like test of time, it felt like it was modern day, but what it come out in mid nineties? It's probably early maybe, 90s. maybe earlier than that. Other than that, 80s. I don't know. Good shit. This whole alone came out in the nineties. Yeah. So it had to be earlier than that because it's low key. Like last. I think it is fall. the nineties. You think so? I think it is. Like I'm, I'm trying to visualize the little thing I saw. I think I think it's the nineties. Makes sense. Maybe. We'll, we'll fact check after this. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. You know the Fresh and Fit podcast? No, it's like these 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 two guys, and they bring in like four or five, six girls. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and they just talk about random stuff. Just, are they all the same age or different ages? Pretty much within a five year like age difference. Okay, that I'd be into that. Yeah, it's. It, I'd say it's challenging. You got a lot of personalities there, but it's definitely interesting. That sounds rewarding. Yeah. I mean, we'll get a version like that sometime. I've always wanted to do a group podcast. That'd be interesting. Never yeah. have. I think bouncing off ideas off each other 
Even you just yeah. get four to guys. I just think it'd be like really choppy. Totally. It'd go in like a thousand different directions. Oh, okay. As a sure. listener, I feel like I, I wouldn't really like that. That's why I think not a lot of people do group podcasts. It's not very yeah. one theme, which like a lot of people like listening to podcasts for one theme. You know, you, you listen to Joe Rogan, you like, you want to listen to the alien episode because you want to hear about aliens. You listen to oh, the, the ancient history. Yeah, or exactly. You, you politics. Wanna, you want to listen to the, the, the David Goggins episode. You're, you're expecting to hear about David Goggins and his, yeah. his ultra marathons. Or B- Bernie Sanders and you just want to hug some trees for the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just want to save the turtles. <laughs> no one's kicking you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I feel like we've bounced around a lot of a lot of topics here. Did you have anything else you wanted to ask or add in? No, man. Um, I'm excited <laughs> that you're doing an ultra though. I think- Taking it from you. Dude, I think- you know, I've always said this to other people who've told me about it. There's two people that have always had confidence. You know, people tell me all the time, I'm going to do an Iron Man eventually. Yeah. I, I can't, I'm going to do one when I'm older. I'm always like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. You and Will Karnick both said that you're going to do one. And I believe both of you. And I think that's because you guys just both have the attitude for it and a very certain mindset that can't really be fought with. And I think that attitude will take you far. Dude, that that means a lot coming from the man who's who's done one and who, and in, in some ways, a role model to me. So I just thank you, man. Yeah, certainly do. No, yeah, I just thank you for being a good friend as well. Dude, same to you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, we'll have to do this again, maybe five, six, ten years down the line. Oh, when, whoa! When you're married. Yeah, right. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> There'll be a ring on your finger the next time we have a podcast. Yeah, you so. sound you sound like my girlfriend. It's just like. Pump the brakes, yeah, bud. Seriously, just stop. Be cool, man. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Ethan Woodworth. This is Ryan Kerrigan with me, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.